Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars featuring two people, one of those people being myself. My name is Kyle Jones, and with me is Brent Stevenson. I'm the other person. Hello, Brent. Hello there. You are the... Well, you're not the other person. You're a person. Yes, that's true. Other makes it sound lesser, <laughs> which is not the case. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, we're definitely going to be talking about the book of Boba Fett. It is the last, uh, we've seen the last episode of the only season, season one, whatever. So uh, that's what we're going to be talking about, I guess, uh, our thoughts about the episode and the season in general. Um, so I was, before we get into it, I'm just curious if anything had been spoiled for you. Because I, like I watched it. maybe like half an hour after it released because i was up really early this morning so i watched it around 3 30 oh wow uh eastern yeah um nothing for what about yeah uh, i watched it uh mid-morning uh i didn't i thought i had ran into a spoiler and then Mm -hmm. uh realizing after the episode okay that i that was nothing so Luckily, I didn't. Nothing. Luckily, nothing was spoiled for me. So, nothing was spoiled for me. Thankfully. Good, but I was surprised. Like I went uh, went on Twitter right after, and you know, was looking at the book of Boba Fett uh, hashtag, and I couldn't believe how many people were just were spoiling it at four thirty in the morning. Oh wow! But that's bad, and that's but people were like, yep. Like I know it's that's what happens, but it's just give it a couple hours, yeah. people. <laughs> and then, you know there will be spoilers in this episode as well, too. <laughs> if you yeah, yeah, seen absolutely. It. Yeah, so let's start it off. What were your overall thoughts on the episode? I was again. I was another really mixed episode. Um, I don't want to say the. F- the episode was filled with a lot of cliches and I could predict a lot of things happening in the episode, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of spoiled it for me personally, because I knew what was coming. It was expected. I could see it coming a mm-hmm. mile away. Um, there were some good aspects of it as well, too. Uh, so very cool stuff did happen in the episode. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like, yeah, that was... I, again, I think even as much action as there was for me, it was a little underwhelming. Still, that episode. Hmm. Yeah, there was uh, Boba Fett actually did something, which was nice. Yes. <laughs> um, we got there was a um, an extended action scene um, where we did get to see Boba Fett doing Boba, Boba Fett stuff. Um, which, which was great, yep. uh, but it wasn't. It, it, it yeah, it was disappointing. I, I think or maybe not disappointing, but it it didn't it didn't resonate. Yeah. Yep. Um, while I was watching it, I was enjoying it, but you know, when you're watching, uh, at least I get this, you, you watch a movie and you see something that's, you know, like a, just a fantastic action scene or just a great moment. 
and you literally, you know, you are, are you know, you physically react like you jump or you're, you're you know, you, you just yeah. shake or whatever. Or you start smiling. I didn't mm, have any. No, no. Um, and I found that I wasn't uh, like I was thinking about the episode a lot as I came home tonight, and um, but I wasn't necessarily like thinking about all the things that I liked in the episode. It was, I wasn't replaying stuff over my head. It was really, okay, what could they have done better? Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Totally true. Totally true. Yeah. So, jeez, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, all right. So let's do a, a little bit of a recap and then we can you know, jump in uh, whenever we want. Um, actually, so maybe instead of just doing a recap, well, okay, I'll do a very quick yeah. recap. Uh, everybody uh, gathers in Mos Espa. They know the pikes are coming. Um, there's a big battle. Uh, it, it, it's a it's a prolonged street fight. Yes. We see some new droids. Cad Bane shows up. Um, to the surprise of nobody, all of the other. Um, Crime groups in Moss Espa have betrayed Boa Fett and are working with the Pikes. Um, but we get a um, the people uh, of Freetown come to come to help. No surprise. Um, but I will admit, what was a bit of a a bit of a surprise is that uh, Grogu comes back. Um, right at the beginning of the episode. So he's there to help. Uh, I was, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised considering what we've, what has happened in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. But anyway, Cad Bane shows up. Boba Fett has, uh, and him have a, a standoff. Boba Fett w- wins. The town of Mos Espa likes everybody, uh, likes him now. And we, and that's pretty. And the new status quo is, Boba Fett is now in charge of Mos Espa. He's run the spice out of uh, out of at least parts of Tatooine. Yep. And uh, Din Djarin and Grogu are flying around in space in his new starship. It. Uh, it they really didn't. Um... Boba was not a very good crime boss. <laughs> no. And that kind of, I don't know if that irks me, but I mean, again, I always go back to, he is supposed to be, he was the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. So you think someone with mm-hmm. that reputation would have a lot of knowledge, knew what he was doing, could see things coming a mile away and make the right decisions. And then, in this episode, just he was just not making the right decision, <laughs> especially at the beginning to no. where they were going to kind of take their stand. Uh, yeah. So th- th- there is a point where um, they're at the um, the sanctuary. That was the name of the bar that got uh, blown up at the end of the last episode. Um, and he's mustering this forces and he says, let's go back to the palace. It's fortified. That's where we'll make our stand. And the uh, biker gang, the swoop gang or whatever, the, the mods, uh, one of the leaders says, no, we can't leave. We can't 
leave all the people behind. Uh, and Boba agrees. Now, <laughs> what's interesting is he doesn't, he just says, okay. Um, doesn't acknowledge that, oh, you've got a point. Yeah. Yes. Or, um, or even what would have worked is even if there was a moment afterwards when he agrees and maybe someone challenges him, like it would have been yes. a, a good moment between him and, and, uh, Fennec Shan where she's questioning him Yep. and he's saying, this is, you know, we need to do this for the people. Um, the only way we're going to, uh, you know, we're going to save the town is by showing everyone that we're willing to fight with them exactly, and, and protect them. And it's not the right move to be running away from town. Yeah. All they had to do was just say that one little thing. Went, okay. Yeah. Now I understand why, why he's making this poor tactical decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because the palace would have been heavily fortified. Um, I'm sure that they had lots of other weapons there that they could have used to defend themselves with. Totally. But they yep. didn't. Um, so near the very early into the, into the episode, we see an X-Wing. In fact, does this, does the episode start that way? Um, I don't think right out. No, right after the bat, they start off in the sanctuary. That's right. But still very very early. early, Yep. We see an X-Wing approach, approach, uh, Moss Espa. And I had this horrible sense of dread. (laughs) that Luke was going to be in that X-Wing. I was shocked he wasn't actually. <laughs> that I, I was happy that he wasn't. Yeah. Um, because if, if he was there, it just would have been, okay, well, yeah, Luke solves the problem. Oh, yeah. No. Yep. And, that, and, and that isn't, isn't very interesting. No, no. Um, but we've, so we, we get the answer with, once again, for the third week in a row, or second <laughs> week in a row, um, we've expected them uh, to leave us with a wondering, you know, what's going to happen as far as Mando and Grogu. Now they don't even, they don't even get half an episode. They don't even like wait and say, okay, we'll we'll drag this out for half an hour. No, No. right up at front. Spoil it. Here you go. Grogu made his decision. He's coming back. Uh, R2's flown uh, Grogu. Um, we find uh, um, we get a, a great fight scene. Um, so they get surrounded. Um, you were talking about um, the episode, and one of the things that was clunky. One of the things that I thought was not great, and I think, well, maybe I'll I can come back to why I think it wasn't great. But um, when they're talking about the, their fortifications and they're in the sanctuary and planning out their strategy. Uh, Fennec is explaining where everybody is. <laughs> yep. And so she's saying that the, uh, the mods are in one part of town and it cuts to them driving around just kind of in, just at least it looks like they're driving towards town. I think they said they were the center of yeah. town. Then they cut, then she cuts back, cuts back to the sanctuary and she says that, uh, Christanton is, Near the Transdotion area. And then it cuts to him and he's just standing like right in the center, (laughs) you know, just right in the middle. Not, not, you know, like trying to be 
I realize he's a giant Wookiee, yes. so he can't be really stealthy. Indiscreet. But you think he would, like, I don't know, be leaning up against a wall or something, like somewhere where he has a little bit of, of cover. Yeah. Um, you know, like he was getting ready for a fight. It, just the, sh- the shot of it looked like he was just, you know, uh, he was waiting for someone to pick him up. You know, <laughs> like he's waiting for a blind date. <laughs> and then the, and then the stupidest part was the Gamorians and they're waiting by the, uh, uh, by the, um, like, uh, transport yeah. area you know, looking for the pikes and decide that they're just going to hang out like right beside a cliff. <laughs> I, I, again, the, mo- I, I understand they're loyal, <laughs> but they've got to be the most completely useless guards or whatever you want to call them in the entire galaxy. I, they, well, they were, they fell off. A, they fell off, a they, fell off a, they didn't even put up a very good fight. <laughs> they just kind of pushed, no. pushed them. And then that was it. Which I, to be honest, I'm a little bit glad they didn't put up a fight. Uh, okay. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they tease the cliff very early because uh, the pikes uh, the pikes attack them. Um, it was also very early on in the episode. We find out that you know all the different parties have betrayed everybody. Um, so the pikes go after the Gamorians, and immediately they show this cliff. And essentially, the pikes take two steps forward towards the Gamorians. They take two steps back and, and fall. fall to their deaths, yep. which was fine because I didn't want to see any more <laughs> <No>. of them. <laughs> Uh, but we do get a um, a great scene, or it's an extended scene of uh, Boba Fett and Din Djarin fighting together. Needs more jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, that was they they used I I when they use them they, that was awesome. And I'm sure mm-hmm. it was more expensive the more time they were going to use jetpacks. I'm sure the price would go up. So I totally get they couldn't use it probably as much as they wanted to, but man, that looks so good when using their jetpacks. Yes, like from a story perspective and a you know a um, a tactical perspective, yes, them staying in the air on their uh, on their jetpacks makes perfect yeah. sense. Was essentially they send out the um, the mayor's aide to negotiate with the Pikes. And he says, okay, here's my Boba Fett writes down on a pad. Here's my demands or, um, and of, but of course the, the aide doesn't read them until he goes out and he finds out, um, that his demands are nothing. <laughs> um, he, he wants nothing. He's not going to negotiate. Uh, and then we find, uh, Boba Fett and in jar and come down or hovering in the sky in their jetpacks and start shooting. And it, you're right. It was great. But I, I understand it's you know it's still TV. They still have a budget, yeah. Um, and having them flying around for the next ten minutes, it's just not. Uh, it's just not feasible. No, no. Because they were going to spend their money on uh, the rest of their special effects money on something else exactly that, uh, comes in later in the episode. <laughs> so they make some progress once again. Uh, great scene. Um, finally getting to see Boba Fett doing what, um, they teased uh, us with and we saw back in uh, season two of the Mandalorian. Yep. He's, uh, brutal and ruthless and uses the knee, knee darts. And, 
Oh yeah, he's using all of his all of his weapons, um, and he's doing it side by side with Din Djarin. Great scene. Uh, and then the Pikes realize that they're uh, in a bit of trouble, and they call in reinforcements, which are two um, giant scorpionic droids. Yeah, I thought she just said scorpion, but it could have been an off word of scorpion, but. Like yeah, that. but so uh, I did a little bit of reading on those. They were the next evolution of the um, destroyer droids, droids yep. the droidicas from Episode One. But so they're just gigantic, and they have shield generators, and um, they very quickly realize that nothing can penetrate them, yeah. or their weapons can't penetrate them, uh, and they don't have anything that's uh, kinetic that will move uh, slow enough to get through. Right. And then Boba has an idea and says, I'll be right back. <laughs> um, were you surprised at all what he came back with? Well, it was going to be either one of two things. I thought he was going to get a ship just so he can mow down the other guy, the biker, mow them down just like it with the biker game or the Rancor. It was one of the two for me. So I had figured out it was the Rancor. However, if... Uh, so there was a poster that they released yesterday. I don't know oh, if you saw Oh, I don't it. think I did, no. Um, so it was um, it was a, a, a Book of Boba Fett season poster, and essentially it had all the characters. Oh, and, I, did, I um, did see that, but I don't think I studied it. <laughs> so I did see that, but I didn't pay too much attention to it. So I was so uh, I was on um, like a two and a half hour conference call yesterday. <laughs> so the best time, to, time browse. You know, to be. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so I was looking at the poster, and essentially, it's just you know every character that was um, that was of any importance that had been in the the series, and the rancor was there, which I had completely forgotten about. Yeah. Um, probably because like everything that had happened in the last couple of weeks had been so exciting that the Rancor just was kind of a, a non thing. Yep. Um, but as soon as I saw him on the poster, I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. They'll have to bring that back <laughs> because you don't spend that much time with it. Yes. Um, and you know, it's, it's like the, uh, what is it? The Chekhov's gun. Yep. Um, or the, the, the idea that, uh, if, uh, you know, if someone, if you, they show a gun in the first act of a play, it's going to go off in the third. Um, so you can't show the rancor and not, (laughs) although the way, the way this season has gone, maybe they could have. Sure. Um, but as soon as I saw the post, I'm like, Oh, that's right. The rancor. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to, he's going to be, have something to do with the, um, finale. So despite me knowing that, um, or thinking I knew that it was still awesome seeing Boba Fett, ride the rancor that was a very cool sight yeah um reminiscent of the holiday special yep uh because the first time we see boba fett he's riding um some sort of creature but yep um and yeah and then we when then we get uh more action and this is i think where most of the you know their visual effects budget was spent absolutely and rightfully so um (laughs) there's Yeah, it looked great. The Rancor's fighting um, fighting one of the droids, destroys it. At this point, Grogu is, has uh, gotten involved, and he helps to um, um, cripple one of the other ones. 
Um, and then something, so they managed to destroy both the droids. Yep. They, once again, the battle goes on, um, they destroy both of them. And then something really odd happens that doesn't make any sense, except for the fact that they wanted to, they wanted to do something. Yeah. Do you know what? I- yeah. It, it was very odd to see the Rancor get shot, thrown up against the building. And then a certain figure shows up and you can go ahead and finish you can continue it. <laughs> well, the, the part, the, so the part that I thought was more ridiculous oh. was every, so all of everyone had realized that the rancor was there to help, um, Boba Fett's crew. Yeah. So this would be the, uh, the people from Freetown, the mods. Yeah. And once the two, uh, uh, destroyer droids are taken down. They all start Shouldn't shooting at the rain. Oh, okay. I thought you might have been talking the other one, other part. <laughs> oh, the, the part with Grogu? No, the there's that one, and then the part with Cad Bane and how he gets um, uh, Boba Fett off the rancor. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah. I guess th- that part was ridiculous. So they start shooting. I guess that happens before. You're right. Yeah. Um, so the Rancor people shooting at him, no problem. He's kind of brushing it off. Um, (laughs) but we find out he does have one weakness and he doesn't like being around fire because, uh, Cad Bane has a, um, a fire wrist gauntlet, uh, like everybody else and, uh, shoot some flame at the Rancor. The Rancor freaks out and Boba Fett gets thrown off the Rancor. It's almost, and then everyone, (laughs) good, which, so, it was okay. Um, once again, I think if I think if that scene was written a little bit differently, because Cad Bane was just so cool, he just walked up like you know, like it was common knowledge that everyone knows that rancors are afraid of yeah, fire. Exactly. Yep. It would have been better, I think, if it was he does it out of panic. Like, and I understand Cad Bane is supposed to be a cool character. Yep. But, you know, maybe he's like knocked down and the Rancor is approaching him. So he just, you know, instinctually kind of swipes at the swipes at him sure. with his flame gauntlet. Yep. And that and so startles. And him. that's when we realize, oh, he, he yeah, it startles yeah. him. That would have been a bit better. But uh, all of that is just so so that the Rancor can now go on a rampage uh, throughout Moss Espa. Uh, do his best King Kong impression. Yes, King Kong. Yep. Uh, like climbing through, which, yep. which I like. That was fine. Absolutely. Um, yep. Um, all just so Grogu can come and calm the beast, and we can get a scene where Grogu puts the Rancor <laughs> to sleep and then has a nap <laughs> right beside him. <sighs> so what did what did you think of Grogu's involvement? <sighs> I, yeah, you know, I have no thoughts on that really. I, I, I saw that I'm just going, I was going like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, I was at a loss for when they, when they did that. Um, I can't think in my, in my head, I'm sure there's some logical reason why they wanted that to happen, what the purpose of doing that was. 
I can't figure it out. That's that's just me. <laughs> um, but I, I was, I don't want to say f- felt ripped off. I, I thought they'd be, I thought if anyone was going to be able to bring that under control, would be Boba Fett. And I thought that'd be a really good idea mm-hmm. that he'd be able to come and control the Rancor and just to kind of let people mm-hmm. know that, yeah, he, he is in complete and utter control of the Rancor. So to not be afraid of it. That mm-hmm. would, in my eyes, I think that would have been a little bit better. But um, what, what did you think of the, if a meaning at all, if there was any meaning at all in that? Uh, I think that, A, I think that they just like, it, the, it, it all, it's always a good visual uh, having, you know, the, the, you know, the smallest person fight the, the biggest monster, right? Uh, sure. So you've got that. David uh, Goliath. You know, that contrast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now it, they also get the opportunity to um, show maybe some of Grogu's growth um, because the last time he was in a situation like this, he ended up um, uh, levitating the the beast in uh, the second episode. Yep. The was it a mud um, mud horn? Mud horn. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so uses the force to. Um, essentially you know, control him, picks him up, throws him. Um, whereas this, he does it in a more kind of peaceful way. Um, you know, the way he uses the force in, in the first season, um, finding the Munhorn feels more dark side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. whereas, uh, this felt a little more peaceful and a little more Jedi like. Um, so maybe that's the reason I still didn't like it. No. Um, I still think it, once again, there was an opportunity for Boba Fett to step in. Um, you know, he made a he made a very big point that he wanted to be the one that bonded with the Rancor. He wanted to learn how to ride yep. it. He wanted to be the one to feed it. Um, so that would have been a, a good moment. Um, and it felt like this entire episode, even though we got cool scenes with with Bo, uh, action scenes with Boba Fett, um, and the episode in this season or series or whatever it's going to be ends with everyone respect, or at least in Mos Espa respecting him. Yep. Every, almost everything he did was, uh, was he didn't really get an opportunity to demonstrate his leadership. Nope. Um, or, yeah. Or, or, or demonstrate his value. Yeah. So. So I will say about that scene, the Grogu and the Rancor was it scored points with my wife and daughter <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they saw that and they're like, oh, look at that. So there was an audience for that, I, I'm assuming now. <laughs> oh, I, and, and, I, and I, I know there, there was. Yeah. But once again, it's the same problem that we that I've had for this entire series is that I wanted this to be about Boba Fett. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and even though Boba Fett was, was much more prominent in this episode, it still, you know, it still wasn't about no. it. And they didn't even give him the last shot of the, the episode either that was given to Grogu <laughs> and Mando. So he didn't even get to be the last shot in his own show, which I thought was kind of really bad. But it, which was okay because I thought both scenes were just weird endings. Yeah. Um, we, um, like at least it would have been a better scene having, um, them walk through the town 
and maybe you get like a pan shot out of Moss Espa and it being kind of rebuilt as he's watching it being rebuilt. Yep. Okay, maybe that would have been a better shot. Still not great though. Um, I I, 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 yeah. I I saw on a YouTube video someone said they would have even liked to have him him being sitting back down on his throne. And mm-hmm. I think that as a as a as an end shot saying, you know, he's that would, you know, indicate that he's kind of taken over, you know, mm-hmm. a big, mo- big moment for him to say, OK, yep, I'm back on the throne. I'm looking after things. This is my town. That would have even that as well would have been a little bit better than showing Grogu likes as a adrenaline junkie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we did get a small end credit scene. Yes. Mid credit scene. Yep. Um, which, uh, didn't come as a surprise to me because they, I, I felt they made it very obvious. Um, cause at the end of, at the end of episode six, when Cad Bane has shot, uh, Cobb Vant and the, and he's killed, it's very obvious he's killed the deputy. Yep. People are still going over to help, uh, uh, Cobb. Yes. And he is, so it looks like he's still alive. And then at the beginning of this episode, they just kind of refer to, oh, no, he, no, he's, he's shot dead. in cold blood. Like, no, he's, no, yeah, no, he's not dead. It's funny. I watched, so it, I watched that episode with the subtitles on. Mm-hmm. So, and just going by the subtitles, you can tell that he wasn't dead. I mean, he didn't, I yeah. know he didn't really need it, but it was, I just happened to be watching that episode in subtitles. So you can definitely, Assume that he was not dead. Yeah. It's just something like, uh, you know, um, just like, mo- <laughs> groaning yeah. sounds. You yeah. Know, and, <laughs> yeah. So the, the only, end, the only uh, credit scene we got was uh, near the end. They're talking about um, uh, why Boba Fett isn't in uh, his back to uh, tank. And he says he's, he's letting someone else use it. And, and we find that it's got banned. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention one before I forget too. So the whole time the Rancor is going on the rampage in, in Mos Espa, mm-hmm. the first thing that came to mind when I saw this was like, oh my God, I've played this before. Mm-hmm. And so you have that option on Star Wars Connect for the 360. You get to play mm-hmm. the Rancor and go to town and destroy, destroy a Tatooine town. I'm not sure which one it was, but I that's... I saw that. Like, oh my god! They they pulled that from the video game. That you can That's funny. you can literally be the rancor, go around, grab people, eat them, throw them, and destroy things. So I thought that was kind of funny. That I'm assuming that's where they got it from because that's exactly what what happened in the video game. <laughs> well, uh, maybe not because you might be like one of the only five people that played, played Star Wars. <laughs> that's true, but. <laughs> But that being said, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, Dave Filoni seems to have an encyclopedic knowledge of yes of what's come before. Yeah. So, regardless, it was you know it looked cool. So, so overall thoughts on the season. Um, oh, one more and, thing too. I was looking yeah. to get your opinion on something. Mm-hmm. The whole Cad Bane ending for him. Oh yes, 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 yes. So they have a standoff. Uh, very typical Western Gad Bane and Boba Fett standing in the middle of town. Um, 
And the whole time Cad Bane is egging on, and um, the, there one, was one revelation that Boba Fett, it seems like Boba Fett did not know that the Pikes were involved in killing right. uh, his tribe of Tuscans. Yeah. Um, so Cad Bane tries to use that to get under Boba Fett's skin. Uh, and then he, he's trying to tell Boba Fett that he's, you know, he can't change and he's a killer, which I thought was some weird dialogue. Yes. Um, just because nothing had nothing had established that Boba had really tried to explain to um, Cad Bane that he was trying to change. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they draw their weapons. Cad Bane gets a, a shot off, uh, knocks Boba Fett down, um, and then he's about to kill Boba Fett, and Boba pulls out his uh, gaffy stick and manages to knock uh, Cad Bane down and then what seems like kill him. Yes. Um, I'm fine with it. Like it was, it it was a good conflict. It was way too short. Um, And that's one of the things that I'd like to change, but we can talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I did the the whole, the, the action beats I was perfectly fine with. It was the, the dialogue Mm -hmm. um, that I didn't like. Uh, I, I know some people are upset that Cad Bane is now, been, you know, is now gone. Um, but it, it is Star Wars, you know. Um, <laughs> characters come back. Throw him back to you tank. Know, they never can. Conf- <laughs> yeah, they never actually confirm that you know that he was dead. Yeah. You know, let's remember that we saw Darth Maul literally get cut in half. <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> and still and still survived. Yep. So, you know, anything can happen. Absolutely. So what did you think of the, of the uh, encounter? Um, I'm not, I wasn't, I guess because, uh, um, I don't know a whole lot, a whole lot about that character. I know he is a very big fan favorite. Um, so for mm-hmm. them to kill him off, my first thought was, Holy crap. The people who really like this character finally get to see him in live action and then they kill him. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. like a time her third time he's on screen. I was more like worried about those people. Like they just literally just killed your guy like so quick. Um, he was barely in the show. The big, you know, um, not the big buildup because it really wasn't any for his appearance. But when he did appear, the big, uh, you know, celebration that he was there. And then all of a sudden f- for him to be killed so quickly, I, I was mm-hmm. I was more worried about them, not necessarily me. Again, it's fine for me. I, I'm assuming the story arc with Boba and Cad Bane with him killing him is done and over. That's probably mm-hmm. why they did it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering how upset you know all the Cad Bane uh, lovers are that the again we don't know for sure 100 percent if he's dead, but. Mm-hmm. Um, for now, I guess we kind of have to assume that he is. So I, I want to come back to that. Yep. Um, Cause I want to come back to it, but just over, so overall thoughts on the, <clears throat> the on the season. Um, yeah. Again, it's still, I, I know I keep going back and to when um you had someone ask that question if we if we didn't like the show or not. And, mm-hmm. you know, I guess if I would have to say, no, I didn't like the show overall. Um, 
I, I always say that's too harsh that I don't like it. it mm-hmm. uh, for me, I was yeah. more disappointed. And it's yeah. it's almost like, I, I don't know what the logic was behind making a Book of Boba Fett show and then completely going off to, into left field and and then kind of giving Boba some scraps in the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what the, the thinking was. I'm sure there is someone out there that knows what they were thinking. But for me, it just someone I read somewhere was a very good quote. It was kind of a switch and bait um, mm-hmm. sort of thing happening. And that's what it really felt like. It's I almost want to say they didn't like the Boba Fett character. <laughs> um, I, I really I almost want to believe that they didn't they don't like that character. So they're trying to make him to something that a I don't think anybody wanted, and b um, I don't think it was very well projected on the episode as to who they wanted Boba Fett to be. Uh, I don't think that mm-hmm. was that was well done and I don't want to trash Star Wars because I love Star Wars. Um, I guess it's not trashing it. It's, it's, I'm, I, overall I'm very disappointed. I, I guess I, I don't really know what I was expecting for this mm-hmm. uh, show because we didn't really know a lot. Um, we knew what he wanted to do, Boba Fett to take over mm-hmm. Mos Espa, but I, I guess the bigger thing for me is what could have been what, you know, we could have seen what could have been and which could have been something really good. And they just kind of, you know, I don't want to trash it, but I, I just think there could have been more. They, it could have been better than what it was made out to be. So in your mind, what could, like, are there specific things you can think of that would have made the show better? Uh, for me personally, even though I know a lot of mm-hmm. people like the Tuscan Raider aspect, I was not interested at all. Like if you're to, if I was to give you a list of uh, species um, to kind of expand on in the Star Wars universe, they would have been last on my list. Mm-hmm. So the whole uh, Boba Fett backstory with him and the same people, I had no interest whatsoever with it. Um, mm-hmm. I think they needed to write Boba Fett even a little bit better because, again, I keep I keep going back into my head. This guy is, was, was the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. And Mm -hmm. they just didn't write him as if he was that Mm -hmm. person. I mean, I do understand that, you know, and someone had mentioned the the analogy of going into the belly of the beast and coming back out a different man. I totally Mm -hmm. get that, but I don't, I, I would think that someone like him would not completely lose who he used to be. But again, I just don't, I just really wish they made him, I want to say smarter. I don't know if that's bad. I just thought, Mm -hmm. again, he's the most feared bounty hunter for a reason, not just because of um, his actions, but he's got to have the mind for it. You know, he's got to hunt people. He doesn't know where to look. So he is not a Mm -hmm. stupid guy. (laughs) He's a, but with it would be a very smart person to get where he was. And that, that aspect of his character, I don't think it was treated properly is that the right word mm-hmm. no i, think I don't think 100% that percent correct i don't think that was treated properly in this story in this uh tv mm-hmm. series yeah. and rent <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i think i'm of the same opinion um 
I'm disappointed with the show, with the show. Um, there are parts of it that, that I, enjoy, you know, that I enjoyed. Um, it was definitely not what I wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, I wanted it to be a Boba Fett, just a, a crime story, um, with Boba Fett as the main character. Yes. Um, so I did spend quite a bit of time today thinking about what they could have done to make it better. And so first of all, they should have just made it all about Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> um, I can, you know what? I can understand them wanting to have, um, the Mandalorian, uh, in the show. I still think they could have done that. You could, they could have just had that scene right at the, uh, at the end of the first Mandalorian episode, episode or chapter five, where Fennec, uh, approaches him and he says, yeah, I'll help you. I need to take care of something first. Yes. And then you could have not seen him for an episode or, or so. And then he comes back and he, and he's there to help fight. Yes. But no Grogu, no explanation. In fact, um, show the new ship, you know, show them using the dark side, but, <laughs> it, but don't explain, you know, don't explain all that stuff. Yeah. Um, which I think would have been more exciting because you're like, oh my God, but you know, Din djarin has got a new ship. What's he doing? What's Grogu doing? Like there could have been all these great things that would have, uh, um, would have been exciting for us to have something to look forward to for, uh, season three yep. uh, of the Mandalorian. So that would be the first thing. Uh, second thing is, uh, yeah, I would get rid of, I wouldn't get rid of all of the, uh, the Tuscan stuff. Um, but I wouldn't start off with it so early. Um, mm. you could start, I think you could start the show just the way it did where they tease the idea that when he's in his back to a tank, he's having these memories. Yep. Fine with that. But introduce Cad Bane early on in the show make him be the antagonist. Yep. And because, the, because they have a relationship and so there was supposed to be a clone wars episode yes. that was never completed where Boba Fett, um, where Cad Bane takes Boba Fett under his, uh, under his wing to train him. And they have essentially, they have a shootout. Um, and that results in Boba Fett getting the dent in his helmet yep. and, in Cad Bane having to wear this, you know, uh, the, those weird tubes. So they, they have a history. So you could have had this interesting dynamic early on in the, um, in the show where he's been brought in, you know, maybe he comes to see Boba Fett first before he starts taking action. Cause you know, it's a courtesy, yep. um, you know, because he's the, you know, the great Boba Fett. Um, but he's wondering why he wants to change. And cause they, they never, they never, no character asks Boba Fett that. No. What's, no. Wh- why are you pivoting? <laughs> you, yep. know, you know, you were the, the most feared bounty hunter in the, in the galaxy. And so my solution is, huh? and they tease this in the last episode uh, or in the episode that aired today. Um, there is a point where Cad Bane says to him, says to Boba Fett, um, uh, you know, you're getting slow, uh, in your old age and so, Boba Fett yeah. says, yes, there's only along the lines of everybody does. Yeah. Well, so what if, 
this pivot was Boba Fett, you know, being such a smart guy, realizing that he is getting older. And if he wants to survive and doesn't want to end up like his father, he has to do something different. Right. Yep. That makes sense. Um, and there, and there's different ways for him to use all of the smarts and knowledge he's gained over his many years of, of bounty hunting. And that's by becoming a crime boss. Yeah. So, so the main conflict is you've got one, you know, you've got one, uh, bounty hunter that's, uh, that wants to change. And then you've got Cad Bane on the other side that doesn't want to change that, you know, thinks that here's an opportunity to prove that he truly is the best bounty hunter because, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what he was born to do. And that conflict would have been so much more interesting. And then we would have had more of an explanation. Okay. Why is Boba Fett doing the things right. he's doing? Yep. It could have been a shorter season. Um, that's true too. And then you could have, and then you could have had a moment where, um, you know, where Boba Fett ha- or they have a fight and Boba Fett's taken down. Um, and that's when he has to go into the back to tank. And then, so when you're a couple episodes in, then you get the, the flashback to also getting a broader understanding. Okay. This is what happened to him. Yep. This is where he, you know, um, he learned to appreciate, uh, embracing others and working as a family, that would have been that would have been fine. That would have, yep. I think that would have been better. So I think that's what I would have, or at least for me, that's what would have made the story better. Yeah. No. Um, I've been watching. Uh, I watched. I was catching up on Ozark. I guess I was watching it for the first time, uh, and there's a flashback in the uh, in the first season. It's like the second to last episode or third. It's near the, the back end of the season where they flash back and explain how did, how did everybody get into the mess that they're in? Mm-hmm. Um, and it works because you're invested in the characters at that point and, right. and you're invested in, in their situation. And I think that the writers, uh, they took it for granted that we would care about where, uh, where Boba Fett, uh, what had happened to Boba Fett. And we really didn't. Like, no. I didn't. No, no, me neither. Um, but if they had got us more, I think if they had got us more invested on what was happening in the present, yep, um, having that little detour um, at some point during the show would have been, I think, more acceptable. Um, I also would have liked to have seen more Cobb Vanth. If you're going to bring somebody like that into the show, I, I totally agree. I think he could have been a lot better um, antagonist. And he probably would have been a lot more useful throughout the season. Yeah, because you think of the this you know the scene where he's introduced in episode six. If that happens right at the beginning of the series, where he's really realizing that there's a spice problem. Yeah, you know, so he's dealing with that kind of separately, and then and you know, and then at some point during the the season, you know, they make the connection that Cobb Vance's problem is Boba Fett's problem. Yes. Uh, and they realize they have to work together. That would have been so much better. Yep. Um, and, and then, and there would have been a flashback. I wouldn't have mind seeing Boba Fett must've interacted with Cobb Vanth. Must've. We, we, we obviously know he didn't, uh, interact with him before, or, um, before, um, when he had, when, uh, Cobb Vanth still had his armor. Yeah. But he was trying to track down his armor. He was. And so, yep. so it, it would make sense that, okay, that he would go see him. 
So even if we'd got a quick flashback to, you know, them first meeting and that's when, you know, Boba Fett finds out, okay, yeah, Din Djarin, this other Mandalorian took your armor. He's gone off somewhere. Yeah. That would have, you know, explained why he had set off and, and went elsewhere. Um, but that would have been the only flashback I would have, I would have really cared about. So, yeah. Yeah. but I think that, that what uh, yeah really hurt the show is that there was never an explanation as to why Boba Fett was changing. Yep. That's true. Um, and and the, and he just he wasn't smart, um, and, and that to me, like I I can get past the the idea that uh, that he's getting older and he's maybe um, maybe not as capable, but the the fact that it, yeah um, that he's just he wasn't making smart decisions throughout the entire show was was disappointing. And it's funny too, um, knowing, and I'm, I'm making an assumption here, knowing the age of probably the average viewer of mm-hmm. the show was probably people who are like myself. I'm getting old. I'm getting slower. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more of a, um, a little bit more of a, um, how was the word for it? Maybe a little bit more, uh, uh, understanding and knowing what he's going through sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. cause, uh, yeah. So that's what I thought that it would be kind of neat if they did that too. Just thinking about it, the parallels, that's the word, the parallels between what people, his age, our age are going through in the show. We can definitely relate more to it. Yeah. Boba Fett seems like the type of per- character that would understand, his, understand his limitations and, and, yep. and would adapt to the situation. Exactly. Like a good bounty hunter would. Yeah. I think the, the the biggest so I think over the biggest issue that this series has had has been the writing, and it, it feels like it, the, the whole show was rushed. Um, because I the, the more I've been thinking about it, the more I think that like this last episode when this stuff came up about him being old and like I can't be the only person that saw that and said, "Oh, that that should have been the hook." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel that. Um, maybe if the show had more time, like maybe they, you know, maybe it wasn't just two people. Well, it was essentially one person writing the show. It was just John Favreau. I guess Filoni wrote one episode, two episodes maybe. Yep. But it was essentially them. Yep. Um, You know, it it probably, it probably could have used a, you know, like a, a writer's room. Or someone to rewrite and say, okay, this is a good first pass. Let's make this better. Mm-hmm. Um, which which didn't happen. And no. So I've been wondering, because maybe this is conspiracy theory stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it, it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like a Boba Fett show. It feels like it. It feels kind of like this weird uh, Mandalorian season two point five that has a detour with Boba Fett. Right. Do you remember uh, at the near? Um, I guess it was during season two. There was some news that um, Pedro Pascal was tired. Of, you know, it was tired of being uh, the Mandalorian and didn't want to be on the show anymore and was being difficult and. Oh, I didn't. Do you remember any? No, I don't remember any of that. No. That no, that I don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah, and, and, and nothing, nothing really came of it. Huh. Um, and, and you know, they were saying that 
um, some of the, the rumors were, were that, well, in the first season, he didn't, you know, in a lot of the uh, episodes of the first season, he's not, you know, he just did the voice work. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas in the second season, obviously he's, you know, he's in that armor more. Um, so I wonder if, if they had to pivot and say, okay, well, we'll you know, we need to have a star Wars show for next, you know, for the next year, <laughs> Let, let's pivot, <laughs> you know, um, let's give Pedro Pascal some time off. Right. I, I don't know because it just it, it just it just seems rushed, and it also seems uh, like they wasted the end of season two of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It you know like it ended in this spot where you know, Grogu's gone off, like all there's all these pieces, and and so this new interesting dynamic. And they've completely stripped that away yep. before season three even starts. Yep. So un- unlike coming away from season one uh, of the Mandalorian and season two of the Mandalorian, where I was excited to see where things were going, I don't care. And, and, and I don't, and I don't mean that in a way that like, I'm not, not going to watch. And once we start seeing trailers, I'm not going to get excited. Yeah. But all I can, th- um, at the end of those seasons for like the first day or two after all I could think about was, Oh wow, where's the story going to go? Yeah. Um, you know, what direction, is, you know, um, is this going to go in? And today all I can think about is like, what could they have done better? <laughs> I'm not thinking about, <laughs> I'm, I'm not thinking about the future. Well, you know, and it's funny. And when we heard the Mandalorian was coming, I thought how cool is it going to be to watch a guy, uh, a bounty hunter, uh, a bounty hunter show and watch him go do all these bounty hunts? That's mm-hmm. what I thought it was going to was going. I still enjoyed the first season, enjoyed the second season, but I just just thinking back, I'm just like, well, he really didn't really get to see him do a lot of bounty hunting in those two seasons, and I and I guess not knowing what the story was going to be, that's that was an assumption mm-hmm. because. You know, Mandalorian is a bounty hunter. I wanted to see him go do all these bounty huntings and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. maybe there's not much of a story in that. Um, but I was kind of looking forward to like seeing that aspect of Star Wars that we didn't really get to see. We got to see once through Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of hoping that was going to be the story for the Mandalorian. Again, I totally mm-hmm. love the first season. I like the second season, but I was just kind of hoping to see that aspect more, I guess, just because I like the aspect of a bounty hunter. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I think that... Um, I don't think it would have worked. Uh, again, I, that's... It would be as compelling. I, yeah. I agree. When yeah. I came into it, and especially watching that first episode, oh, this is this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they... And then they you know, the, obviously the story takes a wild right turn and gives me something that I didn't want, but, w- but was better than what I could have wanted. Yeah. And I, I think that if, if you were going to do a show where it's just a, a bounty hunter or there's just a bounty hunter, it can't just be about that. It yeah. would have to be like something broader, like, okay, l- let's do a star Wars underworld show where there's right. a cast of characters mm-hmm. because I don't think, um, a character that's just going out and doing bounties every week. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is, 
is is going to be compelling unless you are going to do something like a you were if someone had just said you know what we want to do a Star Wars show that is essentially going to be like a network TV procedural right it's going to be case of the week you know there's going to be a little bit of character development but essentially it's just all right what crime are they trying to solve who are they hunting this week um, which you know to be honest I, it probably wouldn't have been bad <laughs> no yeah, now, no. that I, now that I say that, probably wouldn't have been bad. But what's funny is that even shows like that where there isn't a, like a huge focus on character development um, tend to let things linger a little bit longer than they did with uh, or with uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, like I said the, the whole Grogu being gone thing, they didn't, like, they didn't even tease that for like a couple episodes. It was... Hmm, Less than yeah. two episodes worth of time, if you combine all like the the you know the uh, the parts of the episodes, the last right. three episodes together. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's just no there was no conflict or no change there, so nope. it's disappointing. Yep. So one other thing we get uh, we did get announced today. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Obi Wan has oh. a official release date. Yay. Of May 25th. Yay. Two days after my birthday. Yay. <laughs> and there's a poster. I saw the poster. the poster. I have. Uh, thoughts? I, I like it. I like it. I, I'm very... Again, I, I, after coming through this Boba Fett episode, I was very excited with Obi-Wan. Now I'm a little tempered. As to what um, about this show? There's part of me is like, okay, you know what? It's Obi Wan, it's Hugh McGregor, um, mm-hmm. Darth Vader. I'm very curious to see what story they are going to tell in this series because it's only six episodes. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm just very curious of what they of what the story is um, after he gets on Tatooine. How they're going to do that. I've always wondered mm-hmm. how that story was going to be told. Yeah. I have more hope in, um, in this series. And I think it's because it's a, it's a different creative team. I get Deborah Chow is directing them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and we, and we know that the show got delayed so they could work on the scripts more. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and this is once again, nothing against, um, Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Cause I think both of them are great, mm-hmm. but when you're, when it's just two of you and you're forced to, you know, churn stuff out and you're writing and producing and directing and that has an impact. Yep. Absolutely. Right. You know, they had more to like, let, like we know that the Mandalorian, um, you know, they had a lot of time to work on it. They did. You know, th- they obviously put something together before Disney finally said, yep. All right. We need, yep. Go ahead. We're giving you the green light. Let's make this show. So they had a lot of time to develop that first season. Second season, obviously not as much. Uh, and for, you know, for the condensed amount of time, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Obi-Wan, I'm just the idea that it's, it's different people. Um, 
is exciting. I think it's also, I also like the idea that this is probably going to be more of a standalone story. Yes, absolutely. Like there shouldn't be, well, yes, I agree totally. Like obviously we know, you know, what happens to Obi-Wan later, what happens to Darth Vader later, but it's just, here's a, here's a little piece, a story where we're going to pick a story that, you know, no one, you know, has seen before or no one's heard about. And that's it. It's not, at least I'm assuming it's not, all right, we're going to set stuff up for Obi-Wan season two. two and exactly. All, you know, and all these other characters, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case. Yeah. Um, we should be seeing a trailer for it this weekend. Ooh, yay. Um, I think people, some people were surprised that we didn't get one today. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, um, we're recording this, uh, Wednesday, uh, which means, uh, a few days from now is the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm Ooh. sure Disney has spent a lot of money. Yep. Um, to have a big game commercial for, for Obi Wan, uh, they did that last year with the uh, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier, yep. which came out ar- around the same time. I think it came out in April uh, of last year, so it, that makes perfect sense. So it wouldn't surprise me, if, you know. We're talking about the trailer next week. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we've now spent four weeks talking about things we don't like about <laughs> Star Wars. So, uh, yeah. so one of the uh, feedback slash questions I had uh, gotten oh, right. uh, in person. Yep. And it seems appropriate, so we'll, we can address now. And I haven't told you what it is. Um, so I have the unfair advantage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, although it's, it's, not a, it's not a tough question. Um, so the person had asked me, you know, it doesn't seem like you guys like Star Wars. Why are you doing a podcast about it? Right. Um, and so I had answered him briefly cause I wasn't going to be rude and say, ah, you'll have to wait and tune in. Yeah. Um, but I'll expand <laughs> on it. Really. And I, I, obviously you, you know, you can speak for yourself. Um, but we both love star Wars. You know, we, we grew up with it and we're both very passionate about it. Um, but we're not, you know, we can, you know, we're not beholden to it. There are going to be things about it that we, that we don't like. Um, and I think that, uh, so there was a couple of reasons why we wanted to do this. Um, one is we wanted an opportunity to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's nice that we get to sit down, uh, you know, and schedule, you know, an hour or so to actually talk about it every week. Yep. That's been great. Um, we both thought that we had things that we wanted to, to share with others. Um, and then for me personally, um, I like the idea that we could be having honest conversations about Star Wars where we can say that things aren't, maybe aren't the way that we like them Yep. Um, as Star Wars fans. But without, and, and I think we've been successful at this so far, but not being toxic and overly oh, yep you know negative um you know the last few years i guess it's essentially since the last jedi came out there mm-hmm. there has been this toxicity around star wars fandom yeah. where you know everything is conspiracy and you know lucas and disney is trying to ruin our childhoods and 
And I don't think that's the approach we're taking. There are going to be things that we don't like um, in Star Wars, um, but I think we're kind of approaching it from a more level-headed view. And I think it's we're not going to like everything. And, and I think that's no. what uh, hopefully as time goes on, we're talking about more things. Um, the things that we do like are going to hold more value because we're 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 looking at this critically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's an important point that we are we are looking at it critically. Um, yeah, it's again for me. I get a huge lifelong, lifelong Star Wars fan. Always will be. I will be till the day I die. Past that, I'm sure I'll have something engraved on my tombstone—not <laughs> the mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett, but I'll have something else on there. <laughs> um, Actually, you probably will. Uh, yeah, like, oh, probably. Come will. on. It's because uh, at the end of the day, it's Star Wars, mm-hmm. and as much as stuff that we don't like or I don't like. There's always mm-hmm. going to be something in there that I do like. And, yeah. and again, it's it's Star Wars. I'm going to watch it <laughs> mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll keep watching it. I guarantee you I will probably go back and watch all the Boba Fett episodes over again. Um, uh, but again, yeah, it's just we're just I just be a little bit critical because of stuff that I like. I don't mm-hmm. I don't put anyone down because they they like something everyone's entitled to their opinion and that's what I'm giving is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I say it's, I feel bad for myself because I'm not enjoying something because um, I, I want to be, I want to get the same enjoyment everyone's getting out of everything. You know, I, I looked mm-hmm. to, to solo as a good part. I, I didn't want to see it, but I saw it anyway, because it's star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think the need to make it, um, I didn't like it, but again, I look at that as if that's my problem. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's um, it's my fault that I didn't enjoy it. I wish I could enjoy it as much as other people are, but you enjoy it, that's fine. I wish I could enjoy it as much as you did, but I but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's bottom line for me. It's Star Wars. If it's there, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. try and read it. I'm not a big reader, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Um, if, if anything, now that I have adult money, I enjoy Star Wars even more because <laughs> mm-hmm. I can, I can buy the stuff. Yeah. I can buy the stuff mm-hmm. that I couldn't get as a kid. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it's funny you mentioned solo. Uh, so we're, you know, we've, we've had topics, uh, you know, kind of preset for us for the last four weeks. Yep. Um, but we knew that, uh, coming out of, uh, Boba Fett, we'd have things to talk about. So, for next week, uh, teeing stuff up, what my thoughts are uh, is that we're going to rank all of the Star Wars movies. Ooh, we're okay. Do our personal rankings. Yep. Because uh, to be honest, I don't think you and I have ever actually have done it, I, or no. at least I, I know I've never ranked them. But I know we've ne- you and I have never had a definitive conversation on what we think is the best Star Wars movie, what we think is the worst. Right. I have a general idea where you know where some movies uh, sit, uh, you know, in your ranking, yeah. um, but not, but not completely. So, yeah, and I think this will also give people uh, an opportunity to hear us talk about things, things in Star Wars that we like, yeah, um, and, and maybe also get a better sense of our um, just our overall enjoyment of, of Star Wars and, and how maybe we relate to uh, everyone else's personal opinions. So. Yep. That sounds like so, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So next week, so we'll be ranking all eleven movies. 
Wow, um, 11. Wow. <laughs> so uh, 11 live action movies. Yeah. Yep. So we're essentially, it's going to be the, the three trilogies, um, Solo and Rogue One. Right. Cool. Uh, so we're, this is the long, we're over an hour, but, uh, Oh wow. Considering it fast. <laughs> no. Uh, and to be honest, I think that there's a whole bunch of stuff that I want to talk about that I've missed, but, um, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll be coming back to Boa Fett because I agree at, at some point I will go back and watch it again. And, you know, maybe in a, a month or two, I will have a different perspective on yep. it. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you're uh, enjoying the show, you can uh, obviously uh, leave us a review on whatever podcasting service you're using. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to uh, anchor.fm uh, slash um, smells bad outside podcast. There's a, a way there you can actually leave us a voice message and we can, if you just want to leave us a message or ask us a question, we will respond to it uh, on Twitter. Uh, Brent, uh, where can people find you? I'm uh, at Homer J13 on Twitter, and I just want to say hi to Heather and Ryan, uh, to my friends on Twitter who are also big Star Wars fans. I want to shout out to them because I want to see if they're listening. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to shout out to anyone um, <laughs> because I'm sure that no one I know is actually listening. Um, you can. Uh, uh, Follow me on uh, Twitter or on Instagram at the Pie Whisperer. Um, slightly more active on Instagram than I am on Twitter, but uh, still not very active on either. Uh, I will try to improve that. I'll work on that. Um, and that's going to be it for another episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, Brent, why don't you say goodbye, Brent? Goodbye, Brent.